Hello, Burned In Teachers. Welcome back to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering the Ask BIT question. Thinking of the end of the year and next year, what does everyone do as far as prepping for next year? And do you do it at the end of the year, summer, or wait until August? I have a multifaceted answer to this question. I'm going to answer it directly, and then I'm going to answer it deeply. You're not going to want to miss this episode. It's super timely. I'm recording this episode in the middle of May, and I don't know about y'all, but I have about three weeks and three days of school left, and I am so ready to dive into this question for my own needs as a kindergarten teacher. So let's dive in and prepare for the end of this school year and the beginning of next school year together. Let's go. Your choice to begin and continue working in education should not be taken lightly. But how do you manage it all while keeping that fire burning bright so you can show up in your classroom and in life as your best self every day? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, classroom teacher, author of Hacking Teacher Burnout, and with more and more teachers quitting the profession or accepting hashtag teacher misery as their forever reality, I step in as your teacher burnout coach to help you take your next best steps to creating a happier and more fulfilled career and life. Now, let's take one more step forward and out of burnout together so we can burn on, shall we? Let's go. Well, hello there, Burned In Teachers, and welcome in to episode 185 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Amber Harper. I am so grateful that you're here with me today to answer this really important question. But before we dive in, I want to remind you that next Saturday begins our summer Hacking Teacher Burnout podcast series, where I am going to take you chapter by chapter through my book, Hacking Teacher Burnout, using the Hacking Teacher Burnout book study guide. So if you're not on my email list, um, definitely get on it. You can get on it by taking the teacher burnout quiz. I would love for you to learn your burnout type. Um, So if you've not been getting the emails, then, and I know you've been getting the emails if you're on my list, because I'm not going to let you forget to join because it's going to be amazing. Um, This takes place all summer long here for free on the Burned In Teacher podcast. All you have to do to prepare is go to Amazon or barnesandnoble.com and order Hacking Teacher Burnout. We'll have a link in the show notes, no problem, as well as jumping on over to TPT and getting the Hacking Teacher Burnout book study guide. And we are going to go through both of these things together, step by step, chapter by chapter, all summer. And all of this is an effort to kind of help you actually to answer this question that I'm going to be answering today. And that is, how do I prepare? When I start thinking about the end of the year and the beginning of next year, how is it that I can prepare myself? Like, I don't want to go in not knowing what I can do to avoid feeling the way that I'm feeling this year, or if I'm feeling amazing, how I can keep feeling amazing about my choice to continue teaching. So with that being said, I just want to let you know that this is going to be the last episode of this season's Burned In Teacher Podcast episodes as this season has gone. So I've been giving you a lot of different content this year um, than I ever have before. I've been alternating between solo episodes and Ask BIT episodes and um, interviews with experts on different topics that you all have brought up in questions and conversations, as well as the Burned In Teacher University Student Spotlights, um, where I talk to teachers like Melissa, Sherry, Wayne, 
Alyssa, I mean, we've had so many amazing interviews with teachers who've gone through the Burned and Teacher University course or people who have gone through the course and are now Burned and Teacher members. And all of that will return in August. So I just wanted to let you know that this rotation is going to take a pause uh, for the summer and we are going to take some time to really dive deep into my book, Hacking Teacher Burnout. We hope to see you there. All right, now let's get into our topic for today. So as we approach the end of the school year, many teachers, including myself, start thinking about how to prepare for the next one. So do you do it all at the end of the year? Do you do it during the summer? Do you wait until August or September whenever you go back to school? It's a very common question and I'm gonna answer this question and I'm going to answer this question from a burn-in teacher member directly, but I also want to talk about something that goes beyond just prepping for next school year in terms of your supplies and you know your plans for the first few days of school. So let's begin by answering her question directly. So thinking at the end of the year, next year, what does everyone do to prep for next year? Do you do it at the end of the year, summer, wait till August? So I'm going to answer this question by sharing my own experiences, but I'd also like to share an answer that um, another Burnin teacher offered this, this other teacher inside of the membership. So here was a comment that was left on this question that was asked inside of the community. He said, I make a list of things to improve during the last five weeks, and then I make a plan for how to use some of summer break to prep. I leave plenty of time for family and relaxation, but it helps me to find peace at the beginning of the year if I do some work over the summer. So I have a couple of things to say about this. Number one, I totally agree with him. He said that he really looks at things that he wants to improve for next year in that last five weeks of school. I do the exact same thing, but I actually extend that to the whole school year. I'm constantly taking notes and thinking about ways that things can be even better and be improved for the following school year all year long. So for example, I have um, I have my classroom library right now. I, I literally need to take a picture of it and post it on Instagram so you guys can know that um, it's a work in progress. So I started teaching kindergarten last year for the first time ever in my entire life. I've been teaching 14 and a half years now. Um, but my classroom library is not impressive. In fact, there's probably, that's probably a, a nice way to put it. Um, it's not even being used really if I'm being honest. So I was gifted tons and tons of books um, in my classroom when I walked in in 2021 uh, to, do, to, to start my first year teaching kindergarten. And of course, you know, I know what classroom libraries look like. I've seen lots of pictures from other people. I you know, have years of experience of having a classroom library, but I didn't really know how to efficiently and effectively use one with kindergarten students who can't read. And so close to about November, December, Um, We had fully transitioned the students' book boxes that they read at their seats to decodable books. Since then, I've not used my classroom library at all. And when I say at all, I mean it has been sitting there gathering dust. I did have a student, um, a, a practicum student who was in my classroom once a week for about three hours um, for several weeks. Um, And I did have her go through the classroom library and I had her go through and put books in different bins based on are they fiction or nonfiction. I said, I don't want them. um, I don't want them to be classified based on different topics like families or animals. I want nonfiction fiction. (laughs) And then I want like any book that's marked A or any book that's marked B or C or D or whatever. I just kind of want to get a full spectrum of what I have available. And so she was so gracious with her time while she was with me to do that for me. And it's they have basically sat now categorized on fiction, nonfiction, A, B, C, D, and like 
some that were like incategorizable, if that's a word. And I'm okay with that because really my goal this year was just to kind of get a vision for what I want my classroom library to look like next year. And really that's been my attitude as I've come into kindergarten, which is so different than my attitude when I was a first year teacher, feeling like I had to have everything all together all at once. My attitude since I started teaching kindergarten last year was I am going to do a little bit at a time every single year. I'm just going to get a little bit better every year. And as you know, I'm also not, if something's not working, if something's literally like a dumpster fire every day, I'm going to change it now (laughs) if it's a daily, something that we're doing daily. But in terms of things like the classroom library, I put that on pause, but not really. It's always been, every day I look at it, it's right there in my face and I'm thinking about ways to improve it for next year. So I think that this strategy that, you know, the Burn and Teacher member that said, you know, of making a list the last five weeks, I think that's great. If you want to use some of your summer break to do it, great. I don't plan on doing that. I have not worked on a summer break as a teacher for years. Um, I leave, you know, I leave plenty of time for preparing for the following year while I'm currently teaching and in the days leading up to the first day of school. So personally, I start improving, cleaning out, organizing things for the following school year, a lot like this teacher suggested. Um, But we're about three weeks and three days out from our last student day, and I've already started to clean out and organize drawers. I shared last year on Instagram at the end of the school year the pictures of multiple rolling trash bins of stuff that I've pitched after my first year of teaching kindergarten. And anything that I didn't use from the previous uh, teacher that she left me got pitched. I'm not here for the, you know, someday I might need this. I I don't have that scarcity mindset. If I have something that I need, I can easily find it or ask somebody if they have a resource or somewhere, you know, a direction that they can point me, okay? If I didn't need it bad enough in these first two years that I've been teaching, it's gone. It's gone. I'm not going to keep it. So in doing the pitching, the organizing, the cleaning now, at the end of the school year, I am saving my summer for my personal life only. And of course, all of you burn-in teachers, right? Um, and when I come back on August 1st, and yes, I've already looked ahead to next year's calendar, and I know that I will not be returning to my classroom after Friday, June 3rd, that is our teacher day, <laughs> until August 1st. I know our first teacher work day and back to school night, our school batches those two things together in one day, which I actually love. You know I love batching. Um that's on August 3rd. So our first student day is then not until August 9th. So I know that those first three days of August, I will spend in my classroom and it will be spent setting up the physical space and preparing for the first week of school. And then after that, for after that, I don't plan on returning to the class until August 8th to do any last minute prep for the first day that starts on the 9th. All right. I already have that vision and that plan It's already in stone. It's on my calendar. I literally have it in my planner that that is when I go back to school. I'm not going in July 30th, July 31st, June 16th. I'm not, I'm not touching it. (laughs) Okay. Um, so here's how I can do this. Okay. I want to give you a couple of steps here. Number one, there are certain things throughout the school year that I fix immediately if it isn't working. Number one, I, I know that you know this, I, I'm pretty sure I told you all that after Thanksgiving, I listened to Sold a Story. It's a podcast that will change your life if you are a guided reading, like Faunus and Pinnell guided reading teacher. I highly suggest it. And um, 
very graciously and um, calmly changed the way that I was teaching reading in my classroom and switched to the science of reading. Um, And I also had multiple conversations with uh, my teaching partner, my principal, our school um, instructional coach, and we actually did a lot of changes um, to our guided reading groups. And so that meant that I had to do a lot of changes in the way that I was offering up reading materials to my classroom. And that is because, to me, that was urgent. We still had over half of the school year left, and I was not going to waste any time getting decodable books and, um, and ch- into my students' hands and changing the way that we were approaching literacy in kindergarten, at least in my class. I'm not going to force it on anybody else, but I knew what I wanted my literacy instruction to look like, and I changed that immediately, okay? Um, I already shared that example of my classroom library, but it's not serving my students or me right now, and it's sat pretty much unused since November, all right? So I've been spending this school year strategically thinking about what I want my classroom library to look like next year, as I said, okay? But this has been an ongoing process all year. The third thing is, is I don't plan on spending a day on school stuff this summer unless there's a P day, a PD day, (laughs) which I get paid for, okay, or something like that. And number four, I do this because this is why I work hard throughout the school year to stay on top of always planning in a way that sets future Amber and her future students up for success. This is why I'm really disciplined and intentional about the way that I use my time at school. I'm not perfect, but I am very intentional about my why for spending my time on things at school that are always going to help me to be and feel prepared for the next day, the next week, the next month, and the next school year. So with that being said, I hope that that gives you a little bit of insight on don't spend these last few weeks of school scrolling through Instagram and dreaming about sitting by the pool with a nice drink in your hand or what you're doing over summer vacation. There is there is a time to do that. Right now, it's time for you to think about what you want those first few days that you come back in to set up your classroom, what you want that to look like. And whether or not you are a teacher who wants to come in over the summer to organize things, or if you even can, some schools literally won't let you in the doors over the summer. So if you can't do that, then why not use the time that you have now to get all of this stuff done, cleaned out, and prepared for you to walk into a tidy space to prepare for the first few days of school when you come back in August or September. All right, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So dive into the Burned In Teacher podcast Facebook community at facebook.com slash groups slash Burned In Teacher and tell me how you prepare for the end of the school year and the, the following school year and whether or not you plan and prep and, and do any schoolwork over the summer. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So with that being said, I want to go a little bit deeper into this question because I quite frankly hear a statement that I'm going to tell you here in just a second so much and it just breaks my heart and like it's like to me it's like the fingernails down the blackboard, okay? Have you ever said this? If I can just make it to summer, it's going to get me I I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I I'll be out of burnout and it'll ugh, this is I've just been surviving until summer and now I can just relax and I don't have to think about school for a few months. Have you ever said anything like that or anything along those lines? Because if you have, 
I have some news for you. Unfortunately, this mindset is keeping you and thousands of other, millions of other teachers stuck in a cycle of burnout that will come back come August and September. By putting that negative scarcity-focused mindset into the universe and believing that your everyday life is something to escape from, you will be met with exactly what you expect every day and what you expect next school year. Misery, frustration, exhaustion, fill in the blanks. And those Sunday scaries, that first Sunday before school, you're going to sleep like crap, you're going to have anxiety because that's what you expect from your school year. And I am here to help you to stop this cycle. When you feel the need to escape from your everyday reality without making changes to the things that are within your control today, this very hour, you are 100% releasing your power for anyone and anything else to take. And when you do that, you are leaving the door wide open for burnout to come back in the fall, right away. Even in those few honeymoon weeks, it's going to start creeping in because you have built a habit and a belief that you only teach these nine, nine and a half, ten months a year to escape from this misery for two months a year. And this breeds a continuous lack of clarity about what you should be focusing on daily besides how miserable you are. But I want to tell you that there is a solution. So here are a couple of steps that I want you to start thinking about, not this summer, but right now. So you can live and feel differently starting right now. And the first step is you've got to get clear on who you are now. And if you want to continue to be that person who feels these things, or if you want to change who you are and how you feel and think about who you want to become. Because you've got to take some time to reflect on your current situation and also where you want to go Now, what are your values? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your goals? Do you really want to come back next year? Maybe you live in a rural community where there are not a lot of options and you want to leave, but you literally can't, or I don't like to use the word can't because we can always, we always have a choice, but it wouldn't be a strategic, smart situation. Maybe you're the one who carries your insurance or there really is no other job that's close by. And maybe you have terrible Wi-Fi, so getting an online job is just not in the cards for you, okay? You've got to think about what you want to feel like about this job that for right now, there is not a way out for you. The second step is you've got to get clear on how you want to feel daily, not just on breaks, not just on weekends. What kind of emotions do you want to experience on a daily basis? Do you want to feel energized? Do you want to feel fulfilled? Do you want to feel joyful? Or do you want to be feeling in a way that is making you grumpy and intolerable where people don't want to be around you because you're so frustrated it just exudes from your being when you walk down the hallway? We all know teachers like that. Is that you? Do you want to continue to feel that way? Number three, the third step is to write these things down. Who you want to be, how you want to feel, what are your goals, what are your strengths, 
What are your values? Write these things down and make them visible for yourself every day. Use that clarity to guide new beliefs, to guide new thoughts, to guide new actions and the words that you use daily. Remember, everything you think, believe, feel, say, do, that is putting out energy into the world, into the universe. And what you put out, you get back. Remember, this is not a sprint. It really truly is a marathon and it's going to take longer than the summer to fall into these new habits and these new beliefs and you've got to take care of yourself and this is truly, truly the way to begin to not just avoid burnout next year but prevent it from coming back every single year that you do this work. So this summer is the time for you to join Burned In Teacher University. This is where I lay out my entire path for you. I tell you exactly what you need to do to not just get out of burnout, but to stay out of it and how to live a happier and more fulfilled life. You guys, this is the only one we have. We can get new jobs down the road, maybe, if you want to. But this is so much more than being happy and fulfilled in your job. I want you to be happy and fulfilled in your life. Teaching is so taxing. Teaching is so hard. But you know what? So is being a mom or a dad. So is being someone who's just started this career and who is single and who still wants to hang out with their friends and pursue their hobbies. No matter where you are, who you are outside of being a teacher, you deserve to enjoy this life that you have. And if you're not, if you have reached the point where I was when I hit what I call my Ollie moment, (laughs) you all know if you've listened to episode one, you know what I'm talking about. If you've reached that rock bottom moment and you feel like there's nowhere to go, so you just stay where you are, I want you to know that there is hope. So inside of Burn In Teacher University, you will learn the practical strategies that I guide you through step by step to help you to take control of your mindset, your emotions, your habits, your schedule, your goals, everything. I put it in a step-by-step success path for you. You're also going to get that personalized coaching experience and support from me to help you stay on track if you want to come back to these lessons and modules later. So if you're tired of just surviving until summer and you want to start living a happier and more fulfilled life, both as a teacher and whatever and whoever you are outside of being a teacher, because you are not just a teacher. You're a mom, you're a dad, you're an aunt, you're an uncle, you're a friend, you're a daughter, you're a son. You are so much more than a teacher. Then it's time for you to take your power back and avoid burnout for good. That's what I've done in my life. That is why I decided to go back to teaching in 2021 after taking three years off to do this work. I am living proof that all of the research, all of the failures, all of the things that I have learned through my own burnout journey, everything that I've put in a step-by-step path for you works. And I would love to see you enroll in Vernon Teacher University this summer. So again, I'm an open book. I answer my own emails. I answer my own DMs. So send me an email, support at burnedinteacher.com. If you have any questions about anything that I've said today, find me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. Send me a DM. 
check out my posts, check out my stories. You will see that I'm living a very happy and fulfilled life as a full-time kindergarten teacher in a Title I school who is facing a lot of the same challenges that you are. Now, I don't know your exact path that led you to feeling the way that you're feeling. I don't know your story. I don't know your family life. I don't know if you're married with seven kids or divorced or single with no kids. I don't know what you're going through in your personal life. I don't know what you're going through in your day-to-day teaching life. But what I do know is you have way more control and power than what you believe that you do now. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash course. This is the time. We're sitting at the end of May. We have so much opportunity this summer to turn things around and things can look differently next year. And I want to be there for you. And I know you want someone to be there for you. So let's do this together. So whether you are ending your school year at the end of May, maybe you're done now. You know, this is Memorial Day weekend. Maybe you're done. I have to go back for a few days, so I'm jealous. (laughs) But maybe you teach through the end of June. Maybe you have to teach summer school. No matter what your story is this summer, I want things to look differently for you in the fall. And I'm here for it. And I know you are too. So I will see you next week at the beginning of the Hacking Teacher Burnout Summer Book Study Series. And I hope to see you inside of Burned In Teacher University. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash course to learn all of the things. And don't forget to reach out if you have any questions. All right. I'll see you next week. Burn on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. I'm always ready and willing to have a conversation with you about your burnout and ways I can help you to move through it. If you're looking for support in growing through your burnout in ways you never thought possible, check out my online course, Burned In Teacher University at burnedinteacher.com course. I'll see you in the next episode. Burn on.